Survival rubber is the ultimate fire tinder. Swap out your fire plugs and fire rope. This sleek and familiar waterproof tinder package keeps the cotton and fuel combination dry and safe from the elements. It's ready when you need it most, whether it's for an emergency or just for camping. Get your ultimate fire starter now at survivalrubber.com or on Amazon. Okay, welcome to the John Gardena classroom. Today you can see I have a fine young man next to me. So nice to be in close quarters. Uh, use that term loosely. Yeah, that's right. Fine, fine and young. <laughs> oh, it's so great to be here tonight. Uh, we are in a new location. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about this later, but just about networking and connections. Uh, this is the office of my good friend Dan Martinelli, who was on my episode number 20 of the John Gardena Classroom. So we are much obliged to use this space tonight hey we low-key had to break into this yeah, yeah. joint tonight it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy like we like we were running around this joint trying to figure out how to get in people were probably looking at us like we were trying to break in well then we finally i camped out real casually so no one thought we were and you flashed that million yeah. dollar smile that's what yeah that's what i usually do yeah. it just makes people feel yeah. at home same here so this is uh mr daquan willoughby and i'm going to tell you how we met it was um, almost two years ago. Was it that long? Yes. Come on, man. It's a year and a half. That's still at a least. long time. Yeah, I know. It seemed like we met yesterday. I know it does. It's That's how okay. fast time goes. So what happened was I was on a, I'll never forget, I was on a 20-mile a run training for the Bigfoot um, 50K. And I got to the parking lot on, that was the south end of the park. They usually park at, at Squires, which right, is the North right, Park. Right. So I'm on the South Side. They're on the North Side, and uh, I, I got to the North Side when they just started their run. So they probably started at 6:30. I probably started at six. Worked my way down, and I saw three people with headlights on, and we're going down this. I was going down a steep hill. They were coming up it. You know, I just passed by and said, "Hey, how you doing?" Right, and we're, we're the only people out here, right? We're like, who is this weirdo out running? And we're like, hold up, we're weirdos too. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought, to be honest. Like, who else would be out here in the morning running a hill? So, long story short, we're, we passed each other by um, another time, probably about maybe 45 minutes, hour later. And at this time, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of running by myself. So... Before we even started this conversation, and Daquan said, "Sometimes it's how you you got to ask the right question, right?" Yeah, it's and all I, about that. Right, and I said, "Do you mind if I just run with you guys?" <laughs> and I don't know if it was Jen or, or Sam. It, or you. It, it was it was Jay Rose, Jenny from the block. Yep. Yeah. So Jenny said, "You know, sure." It was just pretty much a sure. Yeah, but it was so random. It was random. Mm-hmm. It it. It appeared random, and I, I, I'm a firm believer in there are no coincidences, right? I agree. Everything happens with purpose and for a reason. So I jokingly called John. <laughs> and I know. I, I jokingly called John RJ. Mm-hmm. And and I, had no, I had no idea what the man, by the way. It, it, and it was for random John, because that's how we met him, very randomly. And... If I, you know, if I if, if I get the opportunity, if I get blessed with the opportunity to be back on this show again, you, you will. all will learn that I got nicknames for everybody. Yeah, that's not a bad nickname. I like that one. I mean, you got tons of them. You got RJ. You got Johnny Blaze. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. You keep them coming. It makes my ego real, get real big. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. So we we finished the run. Uh, I continued. They they did probably I think like twelve or yeah, somewhere in that range. Time, yeah. I I just remember distinctly the, the the mileage. But you know what happened was we we exchanged numbers. I think Jen and I did. Yeah. And then she's like, "Hey, do you run all the time?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm training for this Bigfoot." And then after that, it was like clockwork. Every Saturday morning, hey, we're gonna meet here at six thirty, six thirty, and yeah, you weren't. I don't know if yeah, you weren't there on Sunday. So Jen and I ran with her husband, uh, who I ran for, with the first time with him. Um, but what happened was she, we were talking about how we were running in negative degree weather this winter. 
remember we, that. We got epic photos from that though. <laughs> like the Ice photos are epic. And, and and she brought up this point. She's like, you know, I I knew that you would be willing to run on these days. And she goes, I know that you and Daquan are just maybe stupid enough to to come out with me. And I thought, Jen, we're in this together. Who cares about what the elements are? But I'm going to be honest. There in in my book, Freedom to Ascend. Uh, I do talk about that, about the importance of fellowship and your tribe and how you can do things more than you thought before in life with the right people. Hmm. You didn't get to that part in the the book yet, did you? I haven't. (laughs) However, that is an excellent point. Like, I'm a firm believer that most successful endeavors are corporate endeavors Mm -hmm. and by the term corporate i mean when you have people who gather and Mm cooperate that's the root of corporate right yeah i like that cooperation yeah it's like voltron bro you know what I'm saying? Like Voltron. I'm showing my age right now, but Voltron, for those that don't remember, man, it was an epic cartoon back in the day, man. You had these cats, these robotic cats individually. They was raw. They could battle. They could get it in. But when they formed, like when they merged together, they formed this big robot that was like invincible. It was amazing. Like that to me, like... You glean, you can glean meaning and insight from so many different things. Like, but when you form together, you working together, magic happens. The magic. Well, you're bringing me back to when I was (laughs) what? The magic. You had what? Voltron. Voltron. All right. Well, I didn't. You're a little older than me. Not much. I ain't that much older than me. Well, I remember Power Rangers though. Go go Power Rangers. But they they had the same concept. They would form together. When our powers come together, you know, they're unstoppable. So, Soda, you're 40. Yeah. Man, John trying to play me like He's I'm like, that much older than you. <laughs> Dude, I turned 44 this year, man. You acting like I'm ancient. No, no. It's 40 okay. is a big difference, trust me. Yeah. More, but you're you know much what? more wiser than me, Daquan. All right. I got more gray hair than John. That's I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I'm, I may take the cake on that one. <laughs> Too funny. But you know what? It's uh, I'll tell you a story before we get into the depth of Daquan is this Saturday <clears throat> I I had to do a hill I didn't have to I, I got the opportunity to all right do a hill repeat to train for a, a race the mid-state mile coming up in June which is I can't believe six weeks away <sighs> last crazy. I, it's crazy it's going by so fast and I think you texted me were you running you running tomorrow yeah I was like, you know it right you absolutely know I'm running the morale. And then, so what do we do? I said, hey, we're going to um, Forest Ridge, which was what, uh, not normally where we run, um, but it's a it's a hell hill. I'll tell it that way. Is it? It's literally a ridge. Now, when you, it's not so bad if you run a couple of times, but I think I did it 25 times. 25? Yeah. You count it? Well, I, th- I think my my watch tells me. This, te- <laughs> this technology stuff is crazy. <laughs> The so, heels were those heels. They were fun. Yeah, they were fun. So, why do you think I texted you and said, "What's going on, Broski?" I think two reasons, to be honest. Give them to me. I think the first. Um, Let's see if he gets this right. I think the first was there's a little context. He ran a 5K with his dog and Jen and her daughter, and that was at what nine thirty ten. Uh, I had to be down there at 8.15. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I think he wanted to get a, a good run in before he went to do a, a light jog, right? Would you say? Yeah. It was right with your dog. You can't really. Yeah. Unless, he's a, unless he's a greyhound, maybe. No, man. Bro- <laughs> Brody. So Brody, a.k.a. the broski. <laughs> the broski. He, he has wheels on him, man. He's a he's a 30-pound gold mini doodle, but, man, he has some gold to him. Well, you know, I, I, I like that was the were, first part, though. Yeah, I like. Okay, I'm, a, I'm about to tell I, you how wrong you were. Go I, ahead. I, I, that was that was okay. Oh, for one, we're going. Oh, we're for, bat that's five his nine today. Oh, for, for one. <laughs> uh, I think the second part, and I could be completely wrong, obviously, on this one, but maybe it was just to to bond and, and support 
being there together. My man's. He hit it out the park. He's no longer That's over. Right. Hey, 500 and go to the Hall of Fame. He's no longer over. You know right. why I did it? I'm ready. Because I love you and I mm. love GM. Right? Mm. Period. That's and guess weird. what? I like doing stuff. I like doing hard things. Yeah. As they say, we do hard things, brother. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, hey, John's out running some heels. I know he's training. I said, this is my guy. I'm going to go out and support him That's, today. Right? Wow. And then I'm like, you know what? It's uh, Lizzie's birthday. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out. Because I remember when my youngster ran his first 5K. I would have loved to have some of my friends out yeah. there. But I didn't have friends that was in that space yeah. mentally and yeah. physically. They ain't, you know. I know. I hear you, man. So I'm like, you know what? You double dipped that day. Lizzie loves awesome. dogs. I'm like, I'm about to bring the broski out there. I got I like some that. funny stories from that, Michael. Oh, I'm it. sure. It might have been a mistake to take Broski out there. <laughs> he, was, he was probably scaring the runners, huh? Uh, nah, man. He just he just pulled a Brody move, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, so here's a Brody. Brody is um, he's a COVID dog. He needs attention. <laughs> and when he don't get attention, man, he's gonna make it. he tears the club up if he don't get attention. I got he you. He wilds out. Really? He kind of wild out. Not in a bad, not too bad, you know. But. Is he like his dad? Huh? Is he like his dad? Hold on. <laughs> so Brody's technically not my dog. So, all right, real quick, real, real, real quick detour. I'm going to tell you how I got Brody, how we, the Willoughby's, got Brody. So my in-laws, they got this dog. They wanted a dog. Mama, who was my mother-in-law, she wanted a dog. Yeah. Janet Mack, the one I was telling you about before we started recording, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Janet Mack, her husband used to organize the Cleveland um, marathon, marathons, right? Yeah, right. So Janet has this beautiful dog. His name Corey. He's a goat. You know, Corey is a cockapoo. Yeah. My in-laws saw this dog and they fell in love with this dog. They're like, we want this type of dog, but they didn't have any more. So they, they went to the same breeder and they're like, oh, we got these other dogs. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. You'll love them. Golden mini doodle, hypoallergenic. Oh, nice, yeah. Super friendly, like they great dogs, great dogs. Yeah, they get the dog. Man, this dog, <laughs> so much energy, and both of them, I, like kudos to them because they're both cancer survivors. Oh, Actually, really? they both still have really? cancer and they're working through it. Right, really? they, like they are so inspirational to mm. me. Right, I love yeah. it. Right. But they're older. They're in their yeah, 70s. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot puppy. Of work. That's a lot of work. So they go out of town. They go yeah. to visit some friends in the Carolinas. They say, can you all watch the dog for us? So they drop the dog off. I'm like, yeah, we can watch the dog. That was it. Man, they came back. They was like, oh, can you watch? We just got back. It's Tuesday. We just got back. Can you watch the dog they for play, a couple more they, days? They played you, Daquan. Like Listen, a fiddle, man. Like a fiddle. <laughs> so this was Tuesday. On Friday, they called. They, and Papa said, he said, Daquan. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't handle the dog. Can you just keep the dog? <laughs> yeah. We've had this dog ever since. So like, this technically is not my dog. So I'll bring it full circle. You you all are learning this about me. Y'all thought I went off on a tangent, but I didn't. You say, you asked about Brody's dad. <laughs> I'm technically not Brody's dad. Okay. <laughs> so if you're asking if Brody tears the club up like his dad, his dad is actually Lisa's dad. Well, maybe he, maybe he did back in the day. Oh, Oh man, that's that's, no, that's a whole other story. That's a whole way. book. That's, I'm sure. Maybe it's, we need him. It's on a here book and a movie series. Listen, I'm telling you, Papa was the guy. I ain't gonna go into it though. Yeah. But I digress. He, well, I'll tell you what. You know what? This is a good segue to get into the history of who you are, because I know we've talked about you growing up with dogs. So that's where I'm gonna go with this. So tell us where you grew up and what what neighborhood. So. Like, I don't know if there's any of my friends that might be listening to your podcast. You don't care. But you never know. Never know. I'll say this. I grew up on the five. So if there's anybody that's listening who grew grew up off 105 and Superior, we call it the five. That's where I grew up at. That's off East 105th and Superior in Cleveland. So so everyone knows I drive 153rd and I pass Superior by Collinwood every, every morning. Right. But you're deeper in the in the hood, maybe a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, we're in the neighborhood. We're 105. Yeah, they're closer to the yeah. CLE. Yeah, East East 105th right. Street. <laughs> so, did you grow up there your whole life? Yeah, 
Really? No, I, honestly, I didn't. I knew you grew up in Cleveland. I didn't know where though. Entire life. So, wow. and I went to high school. At, shout out to VASJ, Philadelphia St. Joseph. Yeah, class Are you 95. serious? What? Represent, baby. Hey, hey my my dad went graduated from Joe's. Oh, your your dad's a he he. he He's okay. a Viking. He's a Viking. Are, My God. All right. Really? So, yeah. So, here's the crazy thing. Like, wow. I used to have to catch three buses to school straight up, legit, no to get, joke, to, to get, get to there. school. Yeah. Like, I would have to leave out the house at, like, 540. Really? I'd walk up to 105. I'd catch the 10 to yeah. St. Clair. Yeah. And depends on how I was feeling. Sometimes I would take the 10 to Bratnall, mm-hmm. walk mm-hmm. down into Bratnall, yeah. catch the 39. Other times I would catch the 10 to St. Clair and catch the 2 to the 30. Yeah. Three buses. Man. Two or three buses. Like, it took me forever to get to school. Like, it's, I feel like an old man telling my kids that. Like, yo, like, y'all get dropped off at school. Like, it took me two hours to get to school all the time. It's probably like... If you had a car from your house, you know, where you grew up, it's probably, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Right? But I'll tell it's you. On, yeah. But so so that, like, my parents understood mm-hmm. the value of education. Well, let's go with that. So let's All talk right. about let's talk about some of the family values of the Willoughby's, huh? Oh, man. I'm going to get deep now. So you asked, you asked, first you asked me about. Dogs and well, jump that, to the family. Values. Well, that's it was, hey, it was a good segue. So I had a, I, I'm, I'll be honest with everybody. I was slightly reluctant. I didn't tell John this. I was slightly reluctant about getting on here telling a story, telling my story. You know why? You want to know why, John? Well, either because you may be vulnerable, you don't want to tell, divulge the truth of growing up, or. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't. I don't mind being vulnerable. I think you've Maybe. seen that. I've seen through that, yeah. our yeah. interactions with yeah. the forty days of deliverance. I don't. I don't mind being vulnerable. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder: Is every story worth telling? Hmm. It's a good question. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, is everybody's story worth telling? Sometimes, like, I, I had that devil and that angel mm-hmm. on my shoulder. Like, what makes you so special that <laughs> you should tell your story? Because you're special. Yeah. Listen, I understand. I'm just saying. Listen, you're special too. Sometimes I think I'm special like the other seven billion people on the planet, right? Nah. But but no 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 no. Mm. I ain't going there. No no. I'm telling you. I'm I'm saying that to say that we all have this dialogue in our brain. I know what the answer is. Yes. But we all had a dialogue. A lot of us just are unwilling to share Mm. the internal dialogue. Like I don't care. I. I'll share it. I don't care. I'll be I, vulnerable. You, you, right? You, you, I don't care. You don't you don't have to go in too in depth. You just talk about what you feel, you know, it's necessary to highlight your maybe you're growing up. Yeah. But if I I'll go do down that. that road. It's all good. I don't mind going down that road. Know why? Because I understand that um we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. Like, think about your ancestors and everything they did mm-hmm. to get you to this point. Yeah. You're standing on the shoulders of giants, and we got to pay homage. Right? Yeah, we like got mm-hmm. to pay homage. So I get homage to, like, okay, so I'll hit on some highlights of my upbringing, right? Yeah. So my mom, who was one of my best friends, she had her first child at 16. Mm. She had three children, three different dads, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. My dad raised everybody. Were you, everybody. Were you, were you the last one? I was the last, last one. Okay. So my dad raised my brother, who is like my dude. Yeah. Right? He raised him, raised my sister. Yeah. Rest in peace. My peace. sister yeah. passed in December uh, at the age of 49 from breast cancer, yeah. right? Like, and I'll I'll admit, like, I still grapple with the depression behind that. Like, that's heavy. Yeah. And then me. So my brother, nine years older than me. My sister was six years older than me. Right? And then my dad wasn't around to raise me. Hmm. Man, I held so much anger behind that. Really? I did. I'm like, no, I mean, I, I would see why. Man, I, had, man I, I, had, I held anger in my heart for a long time behind that. Yeah, I did. 
But here's the funny thing. It ain't funny. My oldest child bears my father's name. Hmm. Solomon Charles Willoughby. Yeah. My father's name, Charles. Is that a respect? Yeah, because know what course. it was? Like, my brother would not be the person he is yeah. without my father, our father, yeah. in his life. Yeah. And my brother had such an impact on my life that I feel like that was, uh, it was, it was, it was divine. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And the crazy thing is, I say crazy, it's not really crazy, y'all. Y'all don't want to be nobody. Like, I learned so much from my father being a bad father, right? I learned what not to do. Yeah. And there's so many lessons. Like, I think we learn more from failure than from success. 100%. Agreed. Right? Absolutely. So looking at the type of father he was, I was like, man, I'm never going to be that type dad. I'm like, man, I'm going to be so much better of a dad than that guy. Mm -hmm. Watch. And that's like, it's kind of, it's funny. My children call me competitive. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> right. Root, root, root word, petty. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I find fuel for yeah. my fire. Right. Yeah. And the fuel has developed and become more efficient over the years. But when I was younger, yeah, that stuff fueled me. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to be a way better dad than that dude. I'm going to show him. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've worked with many students who either raised by just, I mean, you had your mom and dad that raised you, right? No. My dad, dad went around. That's no, the, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. okay, he, I'm sorry. So yeah. your dad raised, raised your brother and my sister, and sister but and then, then he was, did he, he's gone. He's gone. How old were you when he left? I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, okay, so okay. Your, your audience, uh, are y'all familiar? We call it going on vacation. Mm -hmm. My dad went on vacation mm -hmm. a lot. So Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm honestly not familiar with that. Oh, that's oh, so that's we the, so we use that term when someone goes to prison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we call it going on vacation. Like, oh yeah, he was on vacation. Uncle Joe was on vacation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Pops was on vacation years? a lot. So he would, you know, he would serve, you know, bids of four oh, years, okay. three years, six years. He'd come home for a little bit and yeah. you know. That's tough. And then not be around. It is, but you know, it's life, man. Hmm. How they say it? You tell me the Bible verse, iron sharpens iron, my friend. Mm -hmm. as, as man sharpens another. Yeah. Proverbs 27, 17. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I mean, what what advice would you offer then to someone who maybe was raised or in a similar situation as you? Now, your, your fuel, again, recapping what you said, yeah. your, your fuel was to, to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to show everybody, my children, how to be the man. How, how to be the father that I never had, yeah, right? Am I yeah, right in saying yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. So would you offer that same mentality still, or would you offer? Everyone's path is different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone's fuel is different. Like somebody might be a diesel truck. <laughs> I might be an electric vehicle. Our fuel's different. Yeah. Right? My advice would be to be a student and a teacher. In the same vein all the time. You can mm -hmm. always learn something from yeah. every situation you're in. I agree, 100%. And I don't know if I got this term from somewhere or if I made it up. I don't know. It's a, it happens when you like when you read and listen to so many things. You, you, you kind of lose track. Like, where did I get this from? Did I make this up or did I hear it from somewhere? I call it divine curriculum. Yeah, you talked about that on Saturday. I talk about it all the time because... It is what keeps me grounded and sane. Mm. Divine curriculum. So can you give us a definition of divine curriculum, Mr. DeCoin? <laughs> You're a teacher. Yes, sir. Right? Right? So think about your students. You have a curriculum for mm -hmm. them yeah. each year, right? And they may not understand why they need to learn something, but they got to learn it. Yeah. So that they can be successful, productive members of society. So take that, you layer on divine. Our creator has a curriculum for each one of us. 
Mm. And it's tailored specifically for us. It's crazy. It's our own curriculum. Mm. It's our own curriculum. You think about it. Like someone who lived during Jesus' time, they, they, they thought Jesus was a, you know, for lack of a better term, he had. They thought he had no daddy. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. we know what you know. We know the term someone calls that. Yeah. Joseph was his stepdaddy. Well, yeah. not his stepdaddy. It was yeah. his, it was a it was a stepfather, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't his. That wasn't his father. He did He wasn't the fruit of his loom. I bet you people looked at him like, man, that dude, or looked at Mary like that chick. Yeah. It's crazy, it's, right? It's all perception, yeah. And that's um, I'm, I'm. This is heavy for me tonight to to think about all this. Think, I want you to think long and hard about that. Jesus, his father, yeah, one around, but he's our example on how to live, right? Yeah. So how can I possibly? That was part of Jesus's divine curriculum. Mm -hmm. How can I be upset? Right. If he didn't have a father. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who, who am I to be upset? Like, come on. This is my curriculum. This curriculum was designed for me, for Daquan, Cortez, Willoughby. Crazy. And I love it. I may not know what I need to know. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, sometimes you, you, you look at the lesson like, why well, I got to learn this? Like, I know I, I know our kids sometimes we think, why well, I got to learn geometry? <laughs> Why I learn algebra? When am I ever gonna use this? And you may not, but but you're getting a perspective of something different than you would have never seen before, and your your mind thinks in spatial. I'm using geometry because I teach math. Like I always tell my kids, you're not going to use all this, but it's like unlocking a puzzle. So you're you're navigating through life to understand something th that of the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. You've never seen it before. So back to your point about Jesus, and I, I always love this topic. I don't know if you set me up for this one. Oh, I did. I set him up. Hit him with, with that crossover. Yeah. I set him up. It was an alley-oop, baby. <laughs> and I, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. So I, I raised up in a traditional family. My father, like I said, went to St. Joe's. Um, but even, even having him as my flesh and blood as a father, I've learned over time that he, like other man, is fallible and they have weaknesses because of their sins. Yeah. Okay. So was he a great model of a, of a being a parent? Yeah. I mean, for, I would say for the most part, absolutely. Okay. But, um, did it help me become a better father and, and the modeling he had in my mother? Absolutely, 100%. Now, with that being said, if I built a strong relationship with the real father and I understood that Jesus got his strength in his words because he was the word in flesh, right? That is the ultimate teacher, the creator of the curriculum that we need to learn. Now you're gonna be like, no, this is just my point of view, obviously, but it's hard, it's hard to understand that if you don't know in depth the teachings of Jesus or even the prophets or in the New Testament. Okay. And, I, and I'll say this, the more that I read the Bible, the more I understand the heart of God and the more I understand the graces that he's given us to allow this relationship to be with him that is beyond anything I could fathom in what the word love means. So he is a father, not of obviously the flesh, not of the flesh, but of your spirit that if you really learn to connect with him, you could you almost experience the same divine power and inspiration and strength that Jesus had while on earth as a man obviously not as divine son but you tap into that that source the creator 
and then you start to see the ways of morality and purity and joy and peace instead of looking at a man even though of the flesh as a father who whether he's present or not oh no what's happy remember when jesus was on the cross yeah he was in pain he mm-hmm. said father why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we've all felt alone Right, felt yeah. like our father wasn't there supporting us yeah. at some point in time. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is heavy. It it is heavy, but it's not. You know why it's not that heavy? Like, okay, it is heavy. I take that back. It is heavy. <laughs> but 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 it it boils down to you were talking about the more you read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think it's study plus application. God apply oh, it, Hunter. Oh my God, God yes. apply it. Like like I know some people and they work my nerves. Those you can say it. Just say it. Man, folks, seriously, folks who read the Bible all the time, but hypocrites. I can't stand the hypocrites. Oh. Well, it, we're going we're, we're gonna to touch on that subject right now for a second. Ooh. I think it's very important. Somebody who professes to be moral and Christian and say they're mighty with the word, but then let's say that happens on Sunday, okay, at church. Wearing their khaki pants and their tie and their suit jacket, and they're all they come off as the holy roller, and then you see them on a Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Friday. They're out cursing like a sailor, okay, judging you, making you feel like crap, and then two days later, they're like they're back at the church, back at the church. Oh, hey, brother, hey, oh, it's hey, so John. Good to see you. hey, John. That's why I don't profess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I listen. I know I'm flawed. We all are. But know what I do, man. I just when it boils down to it, seriously, man. I try to treat folks like they was like literally my brother. Yeah, you do. That. So, so do. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Why do I go out running with you on Saturday? Why hit you up? I think it's because of you. Because I feel like you, my brother. Yeah. I, I, honest to God, when you left, I took that picture of you. And you had you were using flexing, all right. I have it. I might have to post that one. For yeah, the show. I had to do that. Flex, he's flexing, yeah. right? He's got Solomon right there. <laughs> and then we got we got Madison over we here. Got Madison and I, Solomon. I got to get my Blair tattooed. That's my youngest. Yeah, you better do that. Oh yeah. Don't ever. I have my children tattooed on me. You got to have them all. Yeah. But so so Blair is the most recent addition to the Willoughby family. So I got remarried in 2019. Yeah. To my best friend and soulmate. That's right. Yeah, she's a great woman. I she is. She shows times. me so much grace. Like she, like, whoo, grace. That's a great word. Yeah. Yes. Listen, I know. I know. Listen, go ahead. What was you saying? No, I, I think you was talking about side family. Of no, you were. T- yeah, and you said that I had just had that image of you that you were, and I told my parents this actually later that day or the next day, and I said. You know what's crazy is that Daquan came, and it was the first time. Honestly, this is the first time that I felt this way. Okay. Because it was just you and I. I think it's first one of the very few times we've ever run together. Okay. And I knew you had an obligation afterwards too, because you went to go see Lizzie with with Jen. Mm-hmm. And when you left and you told me that, I was just I was I mean I had time to kill obviously, <laughs> run up that hill, and I thought to myself, man. Would my own brothers, and I, I'm not trying to put them down. I'm just saying, like, in my head, like, All this right. is me reflecting. Like, that's, like, that's what a brother would do and say, I support you and your cause, and I'm going to take time out of my day to wake up at 530 and hit the hill with you. And I've learned this. People that you that you sweat with, for some reason, it's just weird – you you have this deeper bond when you work hard. You don't have to sweat, but it, honestly, that's how I feel. If you work hard and you sweat together and you experience that adversity, when your body breaks down, the soul actually is more amplified, and you have a clear conscious right. And you could actually think more with pure thoughts. And whether that's and I believe you know I think it's a connection between the brain, the endorphins you have, and the soul. And when those are connected together, those pure thoughts come out. Hmm. And and when I 
I mean, believe me, I was in a state of purity in the middle of my room after you left before I started breaking down a little bit, like an old man that I am. But I thought to myself, like, do you know, do you know how many people there are that would do that for somebody? You're part of the 1% club. Think about it. You are. Because not many people would sacrifice time to do that. So that is our most valuable asset, my friend, is our time. Yeah. Hey, and to your point, like, I've said this for eons. I feel like I've said this for a long time, as long as I can remember. Like, you don't know somebody until you fought oh, yeah. them or fought next to yes, them. Yes, yes. Like you, mm-hmm. like, you know who somebody is. You know if they're brave. You know if they're strong. You know if they're a coward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know a lot about a person when you go through something with them. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the 40 days run that, that I did, and you were there for three of the loops, and, you know, you just learn a lot about a person. And you were you were my brother James, and I, I think it was it – was, it was a – See that's the thing people need to understand, and I, and this it's not about running. People don't understand this. It's an opportunity to be there, sharpening the blade with someone that yeah. you enjoy to do. You enjoy the activity, but you're you enjoy the fellowship more with those people you're around. Because because yeah. and I, I I go back to my book here for a second, but but it's about the fellowship in the tribe. If I don't have respect for you. And I don't see a, a love for one another. You don't have to say the word, but you know, you know that, that yeah. underlining feeling that you know what John's got my back, or Daquan's got my back, or as my son says, deep affection. Well, you know what, <laughs> and you know what, and that's that actually is a, a good phrase too. Yeah, you know, you don't have you you do have a, a deep affection for not letting someone down, and got got their back, and say you know what. I'm here for you. Yeah. And I'm going to show you. I'm ready. By getting up early in the morning to go do heel repeats with you. You coming with me Saturday again? No, you're going out to do your run. Oh, yeah. We're doing the running with the, the nomies. nomies. Yeah, I, I, know. I wish I could be there. with the nomies. Well, this is actually a perfect time to... We're going we're gonna to do two parts of this because we have a lot to dive into. How long have we been talking? Almost 40 minutes. So Seriously? Yeah. That's how fast it goes when you're... Okay. In the John Gardena classroom. It's the best class you've been in. I know. I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about life. I'm telling you. So I got, I'm going to, we're going to end this session with uh, a recess. Just to liven it up, okay? All right. So the first question I have. Now remember, I hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what is the recess? The recess. I, think I like, I'm going outside. I'm playing. We're going outside. All right. Give so me. Just, let's go. Let's do t- this. Take your. Take, a, take your go. thinking cap off. Let's take go. Your, put your pencil down. Let's We're go. going out to the playground. Let's go. So you're out in the playground. I'm going to ask you, hey, Daquan, man, who was your favorite teacher? My favorite teacher? Oh, man. So, like, I got a couple. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite teachers was, I want to say, my second grade teacher. I had a biggest crush on her. That's well. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Miss Summer. Miss Summer. I, I at, love at, her. Uh, Joseph Landis. Nice. Right. But in, in, in all seriousness, shout out to uh, Professor Apple, University of Akron. Oh, nice. My guy. Nice. Like, he was my tax professor. Yeah. Man, this dude made tax seem like fun. That's hard to do. It is hard. It's like, it, it is a thing of wizardry. Wow. Is that a real word, y'all? Wizardry? If not, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I would agree. All right, man. He made it. Man, he made it seem fun. Like That's that is class the, should be. That is the guy who got me. He was like, you know what? I can do this tax thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, teachers. Did- teachers need to know this right from the get go. You go into this profession to serve. It's it's the experience that you leave with your students. The experience. Kids are not always going to remember the content you teach. They remember how you treated them, yeah. how you made them feel, and did you build them up or did you degrade them? Yeah, amen. So amen to that. So Jerry Apple, I like and, that. And, and Sharon That's Kimmel. Some, Shout out to Sharon Kimmel. Another one, nice. Yeah, University of Akron. She made the best brownies. She was Ooh, my account, she was another one of my accounting professors. Yeah, shout out Sharon man. Kimmel. Hopefully you hear this. Love you. We have to, we're gonna pass this to the Akron University. Yeah, right? University of Akron. I love it. Let's go zips. Let's do this. All right, All right Mr. Question. Zip. 
Now, well, this is this is similar but different. Okay. Who is a mentor of yours? A mentor of mine. So I got. So no, it's I, I maybe specific when I say mentor. No, 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 no. This is crazy though because, like, I I need to do better work of building my board of directors. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, I'm gonna tell you my my biggest mentor. Yeah, I told you my brother. That's my guy. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Listen. That's why I give my father so much grace because my father helped raise him, and he my guy. Got you. So by default. My father gets tons of grace because mm. if not for him pouring into my brother, my brother yeah, wouldn't have been right. able to pour into me, and I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. Wow. My That's guy. powerful. Eugene Williams, a.k.a. Cherokee. What's up, broski? <laughs> no, a lot of nickname. shout outs. That's his, that's his nickname, Cherokee. I like that. Yeah. Cherokee, hey. Yeah. Shout Good out to you. Broski. Good for you. Yeah. All right. What would be a favorite place you would like to visit? That I have been. That you have not been. Man. So I'm going to show you. Oh, I turned my phone off. Yeah, that's right. You can't show me. You just can't tell me. So Give me on, some visual aid. On my phone mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Don't you know how you got the clock on your phone? Yeah. I got Cleveland and the other place is Cairo, Egypt. Really? They six hours ahead of us. I keep. I, I put the time on there. Know why? Because I'm going next year. You are? Really? I'm going. Really? I'm I mean, manifesting I- that. Everybody, I'm going to send y'all pictures Everything, Cairo. Really, awesome. Got it on my, got it on my phone. How so long I'm, has that been in your heart to go there? So for a minute. So, I've been to the continent, the motherland, Africa. I've really? been to uh, Tanzania, um, Kenya, and Zanzibar. Really, man, kicked it in Zanzibar. Man, you're so, a fascinating man. Now man, when we more went and to more, Zanzibar, I get to know about you, dude. We went to Zanzibar. Um, I went. With my ex-wife, the mother of my two children. Man, we had a blast. And when we went, it was crazy. We wedding crashed. We (laughs) went. No, seriously. My boy Frank Cambira. What's up, big Frank? (laughs) Um, So Frank's, one of his childhood friends from Tanzania, marrying a girl from the States. They was getting married in Tanzania. He said, you should crash. Really? He's like, man, you my dude. You should crash. I said, for real? He's like, for real? He's like, it's already like 40 people coming. What's 42? Yeah. I'm like, man, let's go. And we, listen, this was so crazy. It just opened my eyes on so many different Gosh. levels. Yeah. One on how fortunate we are here wow. in the States, man. Like, we, listen, we don't get it. Poe here is a lot different than Poe elsewhere. Yeah. Like, it's different. Like. I couldn't imagine being. Right. And, um, yeah, man, so we had a blast. But when we went, so we went and crashed. They had two weddings. They had a traditional Tanzanian wedding, and they had, like, uh, you know, traditional U.S.-type wedding, right? And then, um, yeah, man, it was a blast. When we was there in, what was it, Uh, Zanzibar, they had the International Music Festival. Man, listen. You've seen it all. Heard it all. It was bananas. I'm sure it And it was beautiful, like. Rhythm, we, that rhythm, we don't know nothing about the Indian Ocean. We just know Atlantic and Pacific, Pacific right? Yeah. The Indian Ocean is gorgeous. Really? Love it. So, you better yeah. rock, man. Cairo. That's, that's where a whole, I'm going I to told Cairo. you, that's a whole other episode with you, man. But look at you. Don't right. sneak peek at my questions. <laughs> you saw me trying to peek. Yeah. Oh, this is the easy one, though. Ready? All right. I'm looking favorite, at the camera. I'm not looking your at favorite this. meal with dessert. That's it. Favorite meal with dessert. Yeah. Oh man! All right, you only so, get one. Come on now. All right, I'm going. Better be good. All right, since we over here in beautiful city of Shaker Heights, I'm gonna get a shout out to Saffron Patch mm-hmm. up here in Shaker Heights. My my meal gonna be um, lamb korma, Indian spice level. Wow. Um, samosas, garlic naan. And then I'm going to get a slice of cheesecake. And know what? Oh, this is where I'm getting the cheesecake from. Man, I had some of the best cheesecake ever in my life the other day. Where? Bar Italia. Boom. Mic drop. Man, really? Yeah. We keeping it local. That's good. I, you need to take me out with my wife and your wife. Hey, listen. Because I feel like I'm just eating pasta, going to get a salad, and oh. you're out here in this man, Bar, food. Man, Bar Italia. 
Man, Aquapaza, y'all, Bartalia, y'all need to pay me for this endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> it's for real. Y'all, y'all gonna have to pay me. No, y'all ain't gonna pay me. Just pay me in food. I, hey, they'll take that. We're gonna <laughs> advertise that now. Absolutely. That's me, oh man. Yeah, you, you were asking you. me all the questions. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh, hold on. You want my second best or you want to oh, yeah. tell us okay. your best? Go ahead. Go ahead. Second best. What's your second best? Anyone who's run with me knows that I have this. Uh, I love. I love it. Ethiopian food. Empress Thai too on St. Clair. Hmm. Man. <sighs> Empress Thai too. It's a it, it is a hidden jewel in the city of Cleveland. Hands down, best Ethiopian restaurant in Cleveland. St. Clair what? <sighs> Let's see here. It's probably like 61st really? in St. Clair. So if you're going up St. Clair, yeah. so if you're going, what would that be? I know you're... I, East on St. Clair, being on your yeah. left-hand side. So Listen, and trust me, like places like D.C., Atlanta, they got Ethiopian. They can't hold a candle to Empress Taitu. And it's an interesting story behind the name, but we'll say that for another we'll say episode. Say that for another episode. But yeah. I'll tell you this, though. <laughs> Man, this 40 minutes went quick. I tell you, I'm telling you what. You have blown my mind. Whatever, man. No, I'm serious. In the in the diversity of where you've been, where you like to eat, the depth of where you came from, how you were raised. There's a lot there's a lot to knowing more about you. There's a lot to know more about you. And we just kinda just opened the first layer. Yeah, we just saw we were chopping right? up, y'all. Am I right? Yeah. So I tell you what, we we will meet again, um, on the John Gardena classroom with Daquan. And we're one of my favorite teachers right yeah. here, y'all. John Gardena, baby. Let's go. You wish you had me as a teacher. <laughs> you wish you had me. You wish you had me as a teacher. Because you know what? Hey, you teaching me how to run. You are my teacher. Wow. There we go. Look at that. See? Full circle, baby. I, I'm just going to say humble pie right there. Humble pie. <laughs> just going to be quiet and say thank you. You're welcome, I, my friend. Like, I appreciate you having me on here, though. It's a lot but, of fun, man. No, I, and the beautiful thing about doing a podcast is you you really become a good listener and let someone tell their story. So someone who's been to Africa and eats all these unique foods, grew up on the little bit of east side of Cleveland, traveled two hours to go to school, have your brother raise you because your dad was, um, he was on vacation, right? Yeah, but you know what? Hey, Charles Willoughby still my guy. Heck, I water. Because guess what? If you don't learn how to forgive, man, you, just, you ain't doing wow. nothing but charging. You, you, you're doing your self harming damage. Absolutely. That's something I learned a long time ago. Probably what they really hit home about. How old is Solomon? Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Hit about eighteen years ago. Hit me hard. Like man, if I don't forgive this man, he may never have a chance. Man, again. I'm gone. It's going to eat me up. Yeah. Forgiveness, guys. Show, listen, if the good Lord showed us grace, we got to show other folks grace. That's got to at least start there, man. At the least, show yeah. folks some grace. You never know what somebody going through. They could have lost their mama, their brother, something that morning, and they just in a bad mood, and you want to flip them off while you're driving, man. Show people some grace, people. Can we? No, I, no, no. I, th- I Daquan, I'm. I, I love I love this because people do have to understand that that is a that is a unique skill to have is to show people just love and grace um, because this is what I've learned if you if you can't love somebody and show people grace then you think you're better than God mm. and if mm. you think you're better than God man. Yeah, you have a big issue of pride. <laughs> yes, and ego. yes, yes. Big error there, my friend. Big error. <laughs> so, we we can talk about the greatest sins of our lives in the next episode, mm-hmm, um, or maybe not. I, maybe I, you'll I, I, skip that one. I, I ain't putting that on wax, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> or our greatest uh, adventures and episodes uh, with our, our family and friends. So it's all good, man. Yeah, nice looking watch. It's real nice. Thanks. This was a wedding gift from the missus. I tell you what, bowl of it. She. She's a good she gal. Well. She does, man. You're lucky, That's my man. gal. You're lucky. Hey, Lisa, you're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> I mean, you're, he's lucky to have you, I'll tell you that. Oh, absolutely. You know? So we'll end here. Thank you, everyone, very much for 
being with us tonight. Adios, amigos and amigas. I'm John Gardena Classroom, and this class is dismissed. (laughs) If you truly have been enjoying this show, my classroom, it would help me to share this news, this great information, these guests, and everyone that I have on with wisdom and information for you to become a better person. So I need you to go right now. Don't go any further. Go right to your open Apple podcast app, okay? When you go there, go to the icons at the bottom of the screen and choose search. You're going to search for the John Gardena Classroom. Then you're going to click on the show, not the episode you're listening to right now. Scroll all the way down to ratings and reviews. Go click on write a review. Then you'll be able to rate on a five-star scale. Again, hopefully it's five-star. Hope you're really enjoying this. And write a review. You can also leave a review without leaving a rating, but the rating definitely is important. Also, if you have read my book, Freedom to Ascend, or need a copy, please let me know. You can go on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's, and other major websites where they sell books. But I'm telling you, this book has already had such an impact on people's lives. If you're able to leave a review on Amazon, just like this podcast, it would definitely help in getting the word out, just like this show, to just help people, to, to give them an opportunity to be inspired, to have an awakening moment, to use their gifts, exhaust their gifts, to become a better person for their family, for their business, for their friends, for their community and country. You have no idea just what two minutes could do. So do this now. Either leave a review for my show, The John Gardena Classroom, or if you've read the book, Freedom to Ascend, go to Amazon now and help me out. It's not about me. Again, this is about helping others. So give a little bit today if you can of your time and just help out and give back because you know what? It goes a long way. Be good. I love all of you.